To you by Galinda Moser of Remax Living. Hello, and thanks for joining me on Being Green. I'm Glynis Crook. Scientists at Europe's Copernicus Climate Change Service earlier this week confirmed what many had suspected. Last year was the planet's hottest on record by a substantial margin and was likely the warmest the world has seen in the past 100,000 years. In its annual report, it said unprecedented temperatures from June onwards led 2023 to surpass 2016 as the warmest year so far. Well, I'm joined now by Willem Lundman, a professor in meteorology at the University of Pretoria. Willem, on average last year, temperatures were 1.48 degrees Celsius warmer than the pre-industrial period. That is getting dangerously close to the 1.5 degrees Celsius set in the Paris Agreement to avoid the most severe consequences of climate change, isn't it? Yes, that is uh, alarmingly high. And what's even more alarming is that we are actually to blame, to be blamed for this problem that we are facing. And uh, I don't think this problem will go away anytime soon. We can just try to curb it. Despite all the talks and agreements and plans, we, the world, are simply still just producing way too many CO2 emissions. Yeah, that's a problem. But, uh, you know, do we really have the capability to afford completely make this shift from something like you've just described to wind-driven things like uh, like that or are we just going to have to hope that this transition that we hope to, to be going towards a green energy will happen quicker than what we see happening at the moment but there is there is hope we see all over the world that people are actually trying to move away from these for example coal-driven energy facilities and uh, that is a, a very positive trend. Unfortunately, we see places like even South Africa and China and if previous president of the USA wins the next election, we're going to see again uh, the notion of people digging coal and producing energy as a, as a consequence of coal-driven power stations, which is not going to help the climate change problem. Yeah, one of the um, facts that came out of the report was that in 2023, the concentration of CO2 in the atmosphere rose to the highest level recorded, which, as you say, is very alarming. But in addition to these human-caused climate change factors, temperatures in 2023 were also boosted by the El Nino weather phenomenon. Now, I spoke to you about that um, this time last year. Has it had much impact here in South Africa yet, or is that still to come over the summer? Yeah, so the current situation that we have is that we are in an El Nino season. And El Nino is, uh, norm- is normally what we find over the Central Pacific Ocean in terms of sea surface temperatures, for example, becoming warmer than average. And when we are in an El Nino, Southern Africa is more likely to receive less rain and more heat. This El Nino phenomenon is also a big Phenomenon. It's not. It's big in terms of both amplitude. It becomes really large in terms of temperatures, and it has a very large geographical extent. For example, when we have a proper El Nino 
that's manifested over the Pacific Ocean, the length of that event across the, uh, along the equator is about as long as the African continent. So it's really a massive thing. So when this El Nino happens, temperatures are more likely to be higher, also over Southern Africa and globally. So that exacerbates the problem of warming temperatures as a consequence of anthropogenic forcing. I believe it's only going to be dissipating towards the middle of the year, they, their estimate. Are we still going to see the yeah. impact of that here in the Western Cape over the summer? Uh, yeah, so the, the El Nino's influence over the Southwestern Cape is not as strong or well-defined as we find over the summer rainfall regions. They, it does, in fact, have a bit of an impact. But it often has the opposite impact. So when there's an El Nino, there's a slightly better chance of wetter conditions for the southwestern Cape. But in terms of temperatures, it has a global impact. So we we might see warmer temperatures countrywide. What will happen if we do surpass the 1.5 degree Celsius threshold? Yeah, that is something I really don't want to even think about. If we are going beyond the point and we have a runaway climate, I think that will be very devastating. We may not feel the impact as much in this current generation, but our children and their children may have some really serious issues to deal with. Gosh, alarming stuff. Thanks there to Willem Lundman of the University of Pretoria. And that's it for this week from me, Glynis Crook. Take care and goodbye. Being Green was brought to you by Galinda Moser of Remax Living. For Galinda Moser, founder of Remax Living, life is all about people, their homes, the environment, and of course, music. Because of Galinda's passion for property, Remax Living has become the largest property office in Cape Town. When selling your home, email Galinda at remaxliving.co.za. As your trusted property partner, Remax Living is by far the best way to sell and buy real estate. Remax, the leaders in real estate. FMR